And now, without further ado, your quote for the day. Happiness is not the goal, it's the byproduct of a life well lived. Eleanor Roosevelt. Whoa. Hey, what's up, man? You with me? I'm here. Hey, so I'm just curious because I've, I've been uh, kind of having more and more guests on and I'm trying to find the best way to do this. Um, did you end up logging into your Anchor app or did you follow the link that I sent you? So I followed the link. I, I left the Anchor app open. Um, I nothing, nothing popped up on there or anything, but I got the text uh, and the, the click through on the text was super easy. Nice. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, I want to add video to the uh, times that I have guests on, but I think it's going to require um, figuring out whether or not Skype is the best option or what it is to do that and how to record it and how to access it and all that fun stuff. So let me do a proper introduction for, for my listeners because I'm so psyched to have you on. Um, now, I don't want to sound um, like I don't know what I'm talking about. So is it Re or Ray? How do you pronounce your last name? No, that's, that's common. It's Ray. Okay. And so I wanted to double check. I wasn't sure. So we have Trevor Ray, uh, who is the owner and sole proprietor of uh, Trevor Ray Training, which is an, an amazing digital personal trainer um, company. And um, basically, if you go to uh, Trevor-Ray, and it's spelled R-E-A.com, um, it's an awesome website. It has some amazing testimonials that really um, sells how his services have helped people in the past with whatever their personal goals were. Um, and what he does is he sells completely personalized workouts, nutrition, consulting, or both. And there's packages that meet most budgets. And I think one of the, my favorite features of his website is that there's this awesome health quiz um, for free suggestions. And so you answer a few quick questions. I think it's like six questions. And within 30 seconds, it has some generalized ideas of what you can do to kind of start your healthier lifestyle, whatever your journey may be. And um, the guys on Facebook, uh, he had a, a great post yesterday um, that was a free three day workout um, opportunity. So that was pretty cool. And on Twitter, you can find him and he's on Instagram and he's got, you know, what, like 36.8 thousand followers on Twitter. So you're, you're a busy guy on social. Yeah. Well, and I, I will say too, I, I, I went through and I listened to most of your podcast series and I, I like, like Kim said, I think you missed one thing. I'm also a pretty handsome guy. <laughs> well, I figured we'd get to that. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Yeah, Kim was one of my favorite guests to have on. He was that was, he a, was that was a great podcast. That was you know probably one of my favorite podcasts I've listened to in a long time. I just listen to the two of you go back and forth. A uh, lot of lot of knowledge bombs in there. I appreciate that. That's what I try to do on the show, whether I'm talking to myself in my car or <laughs> or have a guest on. But thank you very much. Um, I'm going to do my best to convince you to eventually start a podcast of some kind because I think it's it's definitely an excellent opportunity for you. I think you could be right. So you started your business about two years ago um, and you uh, were, you did some, some, you played some football, you went to college and you, you know, basically paid for a lot of that, made your living as uh, as a model, um, globally published model. And you ended up turning it into, you've, you've turned your, your, your passion, which is health and wellness and fitness into um, what seems to be a very successful uh, online business. Now, when I first heard the term digital personal trainer, I, I literally said, what, what the hell is that? How's that work? So <laughs> tell me how you got into the whole entrepreneurship game and, and uh, tell me a little bit about your company. Yeah, well, I, I think you hit the nail on the head where you know, I, I am getting to do every single day exactly what I love to do. Um, you know, I, you know, I, like you said, I played football in college and I, I, I always thought I loved playing football and I, I liked football. What I realized later on was that I loved training for football. Um, so I was nice. a little backwards for most, most, most athletes. I liked practice. I liked, you know, the workouts, you know, those 6 a.m. workouts that everyone in there is dreading. I actually loved those. Um, but I think even more so, I liked having that sense of community and helping other guys in the team. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I've tried to replicate with my business. Um, how it works is, you know, instead of – so with a traditional person trainer, you walk into a gym. You're going to meet with this trainer for four to five minutes to an hour. And then maybe you'll see them again that week. Maybe not. So maybe, you know, maybe you see them twice a week and that's it for my guys. Uh, I work with them 24 seven. So I, you know, I might get a text from them at six in the morning. Hey, I'm heading to the gym. Um, great. You know, here's your workout. Um, I might get a text from them at six fifteen. Hey, you know, uh, something came up. Great. Let's fix that. 
might get mm-hmm. might get another text from them at 5 p.m. Hey, you know, I I had prepped chicken for this week. I'm all out. Uh, how do I fix this meal? And I and I'll fix that problem. So I think you know that's kind of what I've you know instead of it being one or two hours, you know, the one or two hours in the gym is the easy part. It's the other 22 hours out of the day and however many hours out of the week that people are kind of, you know, guessing how to make the right decisions because you're faced with health and nutrition decisions all day, every day. So that's kind of, that's, you know, that's kind of the approach we've taken also with that too, because of the, you know, the scalability, I'm not physically with clients. So in theory, I can answer, you know, a few, I can answer plenty of texts in an hour. I'm able to offer a lower price than a traditional personal trainer, which I think is one of the best benefits that we have. You know, I think that having um, more service at a lower cost is a fantastic, um, a fantastic value proposition because you're right. I mean, it is, I, I you know, I'm a dude who, <laughs> I'm not going to make this about me, I promise, but I'm a dude <laughs> who at my worst was about 315 pounds. I looked at myself in the mirror and I went, holy crap, no, this is not good. You know, I, I'm going to have some health problems. And so I started on all of my, on all of my lunches, I started walking. Um, and just a half hour a day of walking or an hour with 15 minute breaks, I ended up shedding like 15 pounds, 20 pounds. Um, and then later I got into something that I'd love to dig into your thoughts on, which was water fasting. I, I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to see, I did a lot of research, a lot of research. I talked to my doctor first to make sure that I would be a safe person because I've had blood pressure issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, to make sure it'd be safe to do that. And I water fasted for three days. And between that and then being very careful coming off the water fast, because if you just throw food in your stomach after that, it's like a, it's like getting hit in the stomach by a baseball bat. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I ended up taking off about 30 pounds and keeping it off. And so once a month I would do a three day water fast, but then there were some, I did some blood work with my doctor and she said that some of my levels were a little off and she wasn't a big fan of it. So she asked that I, I don't do that. The longest time I went was about five days without water and I was perfectly good. I was healthy. I was very clear thought and I wanted to go even further. But my wife, who was a nurse at the time, was like, yeah, no, I at this point, I'm not comfortable with it. A and B, we're not getting to have dinner. You know, we're having to eat in front of you, family, and that's not cool. You know, so I've kind of found a a balance where once in a while I'll fast for a couple of days if I feel like I need to kind of cleanse the toxins out of my system. But I also um, will Uh, do like intermittent fasting. But the whole point of all this isn't to talk about my journey through health. It's to talk about that. I understand that losing weight is pretty simple. You, (laughs) if you really think about it, the science of it, it's pretty simple. You take in less calories than you burn and you make smart choices about what you're eating as far as calories and sodium. The hard part is that we're creatures of habit and (laughs) we sometimes eat without thinking. We, you know, we don't eat because we're hungry. We eat out of habit. And so it's, it's forming and maintaining those habits, especially without a support system, is absolutely impossible. And that's why I think what you're offering is such an amazing and unique opportunity for people to get, put their health in check, frankly. Wow. No, I, I almost, are you available for my sales calls? Um, I think that was, uh, <laughs> that, was no, that was pretty good. <laughs> you can do, Trevor. You are more than welcome to <laughs> when I <laughs> few days, share this podcast so people can see why, what you're so great. Here's the thing. I didn't know you before three days, two, three days ago, we met on LinkedIn and, um, just from some really, I think maybe half an hour's worth of research, I instantly saw how valuable your service is. Um, is it a competitive market? It, it, no, it's an interesting, interesting question. I would say very much so. Yes. And on the other hand, no, um, there are, hundreds of thousands of trainers online. I, I'm far from the first to do this. I'm far from the last to do this. I think as far as people doing exactly what I do, where they take things, make them personalized, and then stay very hands-on with the people they work with, I, mm-hmm. think, that's pretty, I think that's pretty rare. Now, now, again, I know I'm not, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. I, I, I know that there are many other people doing similar things to what I do, but I think they're taking bits and pieces of the process. Um, you know, I've, I've, really try to listen to my clients and say, okay, what have you done in the past? What did you like from that? What did you not like from that? And even clients that have worked with me, okay, what did you like about my process and not like about it? And just tried to adapt because I, I truly believe that only a fool thinks he knows everything. 
Amen, brother. Amen. You know, I, I've always said I, I have a bachelor's in marketing and I'm working on my master's um, and it's a, an MBA. But what I've what I've learned is that there are two schools. There's the school of life because there's only some there's some things you can only learn hands on by doing that they won't teach you in a classroom, no matter what your profession is. And on the other hand, there are things that you can only fully understand in a, you know, educational academic setting. And as you said, nobody knows everything. It's so, so true that you have to be a school of life student and, you know, only fools try to skip class and think that they know everything. Exactly. I That's why I'm all about connecting. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. That's why I'm all about connecting with people on LinkedIn. I mean, you know, as a marketing guy and a digital marketing guy, you know, it, it wouldn't make a lot of sense for me to uh, connect with people that that I don't that, that traditionally most would think wouldn't have a connection. But I think that you can learn a lot from just about any, anybody. So I want to ask you, you've kind of had to shift directions. I'm going to kind of shift directions myself with this conversation, if you don't mind. But um, you so you have an insane amount of followers on Twitter. I think it was thirty six thousand. Um, and you've got a pretty hefty following on Instagram, right? Um, a lot of that came from your, your professional history and, and before you actually established your business. Um, you found challenges in trying to sort of rebrand yourself. I did. Okay. And what are you doing to try to overcome that? Yeah, so I just briefly for anyone that might be listening to this that doesn't quite know exactly what you're talking about. I um, in school I was lucky enough to sign a few modeling contracts. Um, so I I was signed in New York, I was signed in Miami, and I was signed in Chicago. Um, and what that meant is I got to travel around and you know basically work for a couple of days at a rate that quite honestly I didn't deserve. Um, but it helped, you know, it helped me a lot with paying off the rest of school after I was done playing football. Um, and I knew at the time that it was something that I, one, didn't want to do long-term and B, it's not sustainable. I couldn't do long-term because I'd only be in my twenties for so long. And that's about the, the lifespan on a fashion model. Um, but I knew that it was a great opportunity to build social platforms um, because people are very interested in that. And I could parlay that into something else. Um, so I, I did anything and everything I could to amass, you know, so a social following, but also you know, engage with that social following and, give them value and make it, you know, valuable, you know, to not only me, but to them. Um, the struggle was, so maybe I would say January, I shifted away from, you know, I, I was only sharing modeling stuff exclusively with a little bit of workout stuff here and there. And I shifted and it was from that, from January on, it was almost exclusively workout content. And right away, my engagement went down on Instagram, you know, my following kind of slowly dripped away and people weren't uh, maybe, you know, some people probably loved it. Some people probably hated it, but it was just different. And I think that was the big thing. It, it wasn't, you know, people are so, you know, they follow you and they expect something They, you know, when they came to your page, this is what you're doing. That's what they come to expect. And when you completely shift on them, I think it, it catches them off guard. If anyone else were in that situation, instead of just making a full shift, I would suggest just making it a little more gradual, you know, maybe ease your followers into that because I think I caught a lot of people off guard and, um, you know, I think at this point, you know, my engagement is probably slowly creeping back. But, uh, yeah, I would just say ease into that because it was it was a change that I think a lot of people were caught off guard by. You know, I think that's a great point. Uh, people follow you for certain content, right? And I think that um, you're – oh, my God, that's such a great point. So you can build an audience based on just about anything, and I'm sure you'll attest to this, that the secret to building on social media is to post stuff and engage people, right? And yeah, system every day no matter how much you don't want to no matter what else is going on take a little bit of time and focus on it and you'll see the growth well when you have an audience that is has kind of um specifically come to expect something from you um they will get a little bit scared of change people don't like change because they don't understand it right so um and it may not interest them as much because you're not showing up on their feed with the same kind of thing so um one thing I think might help you that I've noticed is that people that are in, since it wasn't a business, it was your personal accounts. Um, people who were following you were maybe following you for the modeling stuff and for the fashion stuff. But the reality is they like you 
as a person. And I think that one of the things you could have done, and of course we can't go back and change the past, but I don't think there, there's still time for that, is have a very candid, unpolished video, like an IGTV video, straight up IGTV video, where you're holding a phone in your hand in your um, training area or on a beat, wherever you want to be, right? And just say, hey, followers, I just wanted to check in with you. This is this is Trevor Ray, and uh, I wanted to kind of give you an explanation. You may have noticed, because this, this shift happened a while ago, but explaining what's going on with your life, the direction you're headed in, how excited you are, that genuine um, off-script, off-the-cuff uh, approach you'd be amazed at the, at the organic reach that that can produce and the, the engagement that that will produce. The successful social media posts that I've seen are where people are just being raw. I couldn't agree more. Well, I, so, think, I think too, just to kind of tag onto that, I think I went so quickly from, you know, everything was just organic. It was just me. Now it might've been somewhat staged with the modeling, but it was, you know, it was my life. And then I think all of a sudden it went, bam, business page, I'm selling you something. And I, if I could, I'd take that back because I think, and I, even now I do, I mean, it's, you go on my pages now, it's all free content, you know, but I think so quickly right away, it's like in your face, I'm a personal trainer. I want to train you, give me your money. And it's yeah. like, and I, and I so deeply regret that, but you lost the social so aspect. Exactly. But lesson learned. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we had a brief discussion the other day about, you know, your social strategy and that sort of thing. And you mentioned something that I, I found just absolutely mind boggling because um, Instagram is such a visual platform. I would think that you'd be insanely successful on Instagram in what you're doing now and what you did before. So tell me a little bit about your experience on Twitter. I think I think the success I've been able to find on Twitter is twofold. I think one, in in the space I'm in, which is in which is in fitness, Instagram is so incredibly saturated. You know, anybody that goes to the gym all of a sudden becomes a personal trainer or a fitness influencer because you know it's just more accessible. You can just you can post a picture of your workout, a selfie after, and you're a trainer, and and more power to them. I think on Twitter that space is a little less saturated, so that, that's the first part. I think the second part that um, is even more powerful. I've been able to engage a lot better with my Twitter followers. You know, if I post something on Instagram, okay, you know, I can, somebody can comment, I can reply to their comment. It's, I bet it's a little limited on Twitter. Things have just the, a greater potential to go viral, in my opinion. Um, so you can, you know, somebody can tweet at you, you can quote tweet it, you can reply to them and other people can see it. It's just a little more, it's just a little cleaner for interactions with people. Um, and with sure. that too, you know, the, the Twitter algorithm, on its own is just a little more organic. You know, if I put out great content, people can retweet it. If I put out great content on Instagram, I'm a little bit at the mercy of Instagram's algorithm for whether or not something goes viral. True. So that I think it's more the people decide on Twitter, whereas on Instagram, Instagram has more of the decision. Yeah, I wonder, I, I can't help but wonder, and this is kind of a side thing, but I can't help but wonder how much of that is because it's owned by Facebook. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of, pay to play with the Facebook arena as well. Now you obviously have a Facebook um, and I wanted to give you a couple of free tips on that, on, on the Facebook side of things. Um, is your page on Facebook a personal page or is it a business page? It is a business page. I thought so because I saw services and things like that. But one of the things that pops out to people now on Facebook as it being a business page is the, my story or our story section. So add a, my story and, basically recap what it is that you've done now tell people who you are where you come from why this is your passion um and have a you can even have a, a clip to a video or even just a picture of you doing personal training stuff um and so, and also go through and um fill out the actual um the actual other services, because I think right now the only thing that's up there is like a 15 minute consultation. Um, but you can add in other services because what you're doing actually, I'm, this is, this is the meat behind it. Okay. Google is the queen of the internet. She sees everything. And I call her a she because the Google assistant voice is in female and it just, it makes sense to me. And I like to call her a she. So Google is the queen of the internet. She sees everything. 95% of the search traffic. Right. The kicker about that is that when you Google Trevor Ray, it's not just you, it's not just your business page that comes up, it's all your social as well, right? Well, if all of your social points back to the various services that are highlighted in your web page, then it helps with the organic reach of your web page. Also, 
because you are you were kind of a personality, so to speak, because of, of your football career, um, it shows uh, you having a Google Knowledge Panel. You can actually claim that Google Knowledge Panel and put in what you want in there so that people know who you are and what you're about. And then also you can create a Google My Business to list the information about your business itself and control Google traffic that way. So all of these things will help boost your organic reach and help help you kind of get your message out there and your rebranding out there um, for free. And that's, that's the big thing is that there's so many ways digitally in marketing that you can do it for free. And that's why when I found out you're a digital trainer, I was like, this guy's onto something. So. Well, I, I think too, um, you know, a lot of people start an online business or any type of business and they quickly want to throw money at marketing. Um, and I, I have a marketing budget. We, we put money into marketing every month, but we're only, we're only scrap, scratching at the, like the tip of that iceberg for things we can do organically or for free. Yep. And I think, you know, if you're, if you're on a budget or if your business is maybe pre cash flow or you're barely just breaking even, go after those free things. I mean, they're free, you know, why not? I mean, I, cause I, like you said, I think there's so many things I could still be doing to, to grow my business, to improve my business, especially from a marketing SEO standpoint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I would venture to guess, and this is a, this is a big guess that you uh, do some form of exercise daily. Would that be a fair guess? <laughs> that, is, that is a very good guess. You're correct. <laughs> you know what? I, I think I might be psychic. I'll have to call my psychic friends. Um, <laughs> I would say that, that the key to winning at social media and digital marketing is to, to exercise, to spend an hour a day focused on it. And whether that hour is spent updating your various social platforms with unique content or just engaging with your current followers, I mean, you know, look how, look how much you grew Twitter. You know, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and Instagram. It's, it's about giving yourself the same workout mindset dedication. And, and believe it or not, if you really want to go big, as a small business owner and an independent business owner, you need to create an Excel worksheet or something with a schedule, with an actual posting schedule. Facebook has this great ability to, to allow you to schedule content ahead of time. So you can have two months worth of content scheduled out that you've created over the, 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 the course of an hour. And you just, you sit down and you schedule all these posts to go out every day. You look at your analytics, you see when you're ideal audience is on there and what they're, you know what I mean? And you can target it for them. And, and it's, it's, it makes it less of a need for you to continue to put the content out on your own um, and just add content as you go and still have something there. Now, Facebook is the only one that really has a pre-scheduling thing like that. Uh, I wish they had something like that on, on uh, Instagram and TikTok and all these other platforms, but it's about, they're trying to capture the now engagement. Um, but yeah, yeah it's social schedule I think would be helpful too and some so that's actually something we've implemented in the or that I've implemented in the last month and um something that I found that works really because I, I you know I saw that I can I can schedule all my Facebook posts and very helpful and there's not that on Instagram what I've done is just set calendar notifications you know hey you're nice. posting at noon today and then I just you can still save drafts in Instagram so I'll just I might just label it in there Tuesday 12 and then that way I remember to put that out. Um, you know, it's obviously not as seamless as Facebook where you can schedule it to go out a certain time and it automatically goes, mm -hmm. but you know, it's a half step back and it's, you know, it's, it's been helpful for me. And, I, and I'll say, you know, I, I, I schedule just about every post that I do. The only things that just come free will are, you know, Instagram stories. Those just come as they come. Um, yeah. My, my Facebook support group for my current clients, uh, there's no schedule there. I, I just put content out for them. And then, sure. and then I don't know if I just said this, but my Snapchat, that's completely, you know, just kind of just whatever happens, happens. Um, and I'll probably always be like that with Snapchat, but um, everything else is on a schedule and it's, yeah. it has saved me so much time and it's made everything so much more efficient. That's awesome. And you know, I, I'm so glad that you, that you mentioned that it's all about finding hacks that work for you and figuring out ways to reach your audience more uh, organically. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm so glad you brought up Instagram stories. I think that is such an underutilized tool because it's a great way to mon monopolize the feed and spread organically. No doubt. So if, no. You, if you, if you, oh, and here's the other thing too. Have you ever gone, have you ever thought about going live on Instagram? Yes. And one of the things that I think is, and I might be saying what you're about to say, but one of the things I love about that is if you go live, 
you can save it up there like a story for the next 24 hours, but it automatically bumps you to the front of the stories that are there. Yep. So, so if and you can just go, if you can go live a couple times a week, you know, you're kind of, it's almost like you're jumping the line in the stories, which is great. Yep. So for, for a, let me ask you this, and this is kind of a, a bit of effective questioning for you, but I'm curious if you were to plan something out where you were going to use Instagram stories to garner um, engagement, how would you plan that out ahead of time? And with, with going live with Instagram? That is a great question. I, I will say, and I don't know if I'm going down the path you're thinking right now, but we, so right now I do weekly Q and A's. So I'll put up a little story thing where, you know, you can, you can ask any fitness questions you have and then I answer them that day. I've always thought about maybe parlaying that into a, a live session where, you know, I sit there live and I just answer the questions real time. Um, but outside of that, I think that's, you know, I think that's kind of a, I think there's a lot of potential there. I think that's a question that there's probably a lot of great answers to. You know, the best part about social media is that there is no wrong answer. And, and I think, it's, it's there. I mean, worst case scenario, you post something and it flops. Here, here's the problem for me. I'm because I am an addict for social media marketing. I'm personally testing a lot of stuff. If there's a new platform, and it's the biggest platform coming out. Um, whether it's relevant to me or not is irrelevant because I want to know how it works. I want to know how it functions. I want to know about the organic reach. So I start putting content out on it. Now, is it on brand for me personally for the deep gripping reality? Not necessarily, but I'm figuring out what's working, what's not and why and and you know it's our, our, we both have a, a mutual uh, appreciation I think of Gary Vaynerchuk and and one of the things that he always says is that you take the brand equity with you you know whatever happens on a social platform that audience will find you on other social it's true so um now, I would, there is a, I do have a physical question for you. Um, I mentioned very briefly water fasting and intermittent fasting. How do you feel about that stuff? I, I think one of the best things about fitness is that, it, one, it's not one size fits all. And two, there are thousands of ways to go about it. Um, with that being said, I, I don't write up fasts for my clients. Um, I, I strictly teach them how to eat. I do teach them when to eat, um, but I, I I kind of subscribe more to the school of thought where I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the the gimmicks not to call that a gimmick but I'm gonna leave like the trendy you know your fasts your keto diets your I'm gonna leave the the, the trends to everyone else I'm just gonna teach you just the basics of eating um, because that works you know you if you eat what you're supposed to eat when you're supposed to eat and just mix in a few workouts you're gonna be fine. Um, the, the issue is people will do that for three days and then be mad. Why have I not lost 20 pounds? Give it some time. <laughs> be patient. This will work. Um, you know, I think there's, there's pros and cons to the trend diets out there. Um, you know, fasting can be a great tool. I, I've done intermittent fasting where I will not eat in the morning. I'll do my cardio fasted and then I'll have, I'll break that fast around, let's say 11 o'clock. So that would probably put me at 14 hours fasted depending on when I went to bed and had my last meal um it, it was great for me in a place where I was trying to get down to a very low body fat percentage would I give that to a you know a person who's just trying to lose some weight and be healthier no I, I wouldn't but um you know everything's it's and, and in my world everything is very personal to person so it's I I always kind of back away from giving generalized advice because you know everybody's different but you know, um, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, one of the things that I, I am a big advocate of um, is personalized approaches to just about anything you're doing. A, a generic one-size-fit-all doesn't exist. You know what I mean? There is no one-size-fits-all for anything. And as you speak, I'm seeing such insanely awesome parallels between what you're telling me and marketing strategy. I mean, you can't expect results overnight. This this podcast is a great example of that. I'm I'm 36. I think you'll be like number 37 or 38, but that many episodes in, and five episodes. There's a lot of people I saw. I mean, and here's the thing: it's it's such a, a, a thing with Anchor that like if you just go to search for stuff, there's so many podcasts that exist that have like one or two episodes, and then nobody ever did anything with them. Mm -hmm. and it's like, there is no such thing as an overnight success. In fact, the episode that I, because what I do is I record an episode every 
time and then I schedule it out. So this is a conversation that we're having uh, will, I believe, uh, air on Friday, this coming Friday, the 25th. If not, it'll be Monday, but I'm always two or three days out. And ironically, the thing that I was talking, the, the, the episode that I filmed, filmed, that I recorded this morning was all about how to get good at anything, how to become an expert at anything. And the secret is do it. <laughs> Work at it. When you don't see results overnight, you know, instant, I think instant gratification is the killer of motivation. Well, it is. So I, I want to do uh, something a little more fun here uh, that I've never done before. You like, mean you're not having fun with me? Oh, dude, I'm having a blast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think I, I, this is something that I've, I kind of batted around the idea. And then um, I think you'd be a perfect guest for it. I'd like to do kind of a rapid fire, um, quick five things. Okay. okay. So the idea sure. is as short of an answer as you can, as fast as you can. I'm going to just hammer these out. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, hold on just a sec here. I had written them down, but I'm changing one of my questions. Oh, so you, you get a cheat sheet. I've just got to sit here and <laughs> trust me. If you want to know where my podcast is going, I have some kind of a cheat sheet. Um, <laughs> so first question, what's your number one go-to snack? Oh boy. Uh, who, uh, see, I'm, I'm ruining the game already. I, I eat a lot of the same things just about every day that I don't even, I'm really not much of a snacker. To me, it's all just meals. Um, I guess during this podcast, I eat a protein bar and a black cup of coffee. So nice. I'd say, I'd say those are my go-tos. I'll be nice. quicker next time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. What would you, okay, then let me rephrase it a little bit. What would you recommend as a healthy go-to snack for somebody who needs to pick me up during the day that isn't like super high in sugar and, and would be decent for just about anybody of any body type with any you know yeah i think great snacks are nuts um you know those are going to give you a more sustained energy um because your body's going to take that fat as energy um you know things that have simple sugars you know that are processed foods your body is just gonna your body's going to use that for energy and then 45 minutes later it'll be burned out of your body and it'll crash um so i mean yeah so i think you know fruits are great obviously vegetables um you know Protein bars that are lower glycemic, um, which just means they don't have a bunch of simple sugars in them. Um, I mean, really, any any carb that is lower glycemic, um, that will be you know a good sustained energy for you. And if you don't understand like the glycemic index, it's one of the few fitness tips that I, or a few fitness topics I would say just Google it. There's really good information out there, and you'll understand it pretty quickly. Sure, sure, absolutely. It's amazing what Google can teach you. <laughs> that it is. <laughs> So number two, and I think I know the answer to this one, but what would you say is your number one health tip? Just do it. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, like you said before, just, you know, you just have to practice and just do it. And, you know, I, you can, you can read every single health tip out there. You can study every health tip out there, um, but just do it. Just be consistent. You know, you don't need to get in the gym for two hours a day, every day, but create a schedule, go to the gym, maybe three times a week for 45 minutes and then get on a meal plan and, and, and be consistent. Um, you know, just simply just do it and be consistent. Consistency is key. I love that. I love that. Okay. So where do you see your business in five years? Oh man. Um, well, there's definitely some projects that we're working on that we think will be more scalable than personal training. I will say I will, I will always keep one-on-one -on -one personal training clients for me that's where my passion is um, that's where I think I have the most potential to truly change lives um, but with that being said there, there are some projects that we're working on that I think will have a broader reach um, and I without giving too much away um, we're looking at different subscription offering different subscription services whether it be video or you know downloadable programs um, where we can have maybe a wider reach than just the one-on-one -on -one personal training but with I, that being said, we will always be doing the one-on-one. -on -one. I, I love it too much. I, I wouldn't trade the guys I'm working with for anything. No amount of money, no amount of freedom. I, I love it too much. Well, as you, as you uh, subtly pointed out the other day, that's the best part about being an entrepreneur. You have freedom. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm sitting, I'm sitting on my couch right now in a pair of shorts and maybe a t-shirt, maybe not. So <laughs> just leave that visual out there just in case um, that takes us back to the kim robbins thing you're a handsome dude i mean it was funny because I, I when i saw that the uh i got a 
a follow from Trevor retraining or Ray training and it was your face. I was like, that's branding <laughs> right there. So, um, okay. And now we kind of shift a little bit on that. We have two more questions here. What's your favorite type of music? That's another good question. Um, anything that's got a good beat that, you know, isn't too intense, you know, during the work I might, so I, I have a Spotify business account that I leave on our TV. That's just playing in the apartment all day. Um, you're going to see John Mayer on there. Um, any, anything all the way to like Enya, you know, call, more calming music. Um, but then when I train a, a, a switch flips and it's, it's hype music. It might be, you know, trap music. It might be hardcore rap. Um, you know, I get in there and I, I mean business and I want to, you know, work hard. And the second I leave the gym, I turn the, I turn the notch down a bunch of levels and I, I calm back down. So, so I've got a wide range. Yeah. And actually today I was, <laughs> I was kind of live. So I, I listened to your podcast while I worked out yesterday because I do, I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I figured, you know, I, I want to get to know who I'm going to be talking to since, like you said, we met uh, like 48 hours ago. Um, yeah. Today I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to go back to music and I listened to strictly Latin music. Um, I don't, I don't speak Spanish well, but I love the beats. So <laughs> nice. That's, you know, it's, it's so amazing to me. The reason I asked that question is that I have found that music has this amazing uh, ability to help us concentrate and focus in a way that nothing else can. Like I would, I took a weight training class uh, when as in, for a couple extra credits while I was in college and the days where we had no music playing, it, it just like, there was no motivation at all. It's the worst. It no, was. I can't it, do it. it. There's been a few days where I've like forgot to charge my headphones or left my headphones at home. And it's, it's rough. <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't go well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, for me, when I'm like, if I'm writing content, if I'm, because I do a lot of content writing for the company I work for and for clients. And if I'm writing content, I have to have music in the background. But what I've worked is everybody's brain works a little differently. Um, I can't, it can't have words. It can't be, unless it's really, really old school, like classic, classic rock. I'm talking like the doors, Janis Joplin, you know, Dr. Hook and Medicine Hat, like old stuff that my dad used to listen to because that's so old to me. I don't have to listen to the words. If it, I need like anything from classical music to, you know, weird EDM stuff, but like if I have to have music that doesn't have um, words to it and it keeps me super focused, I don't get distracted and I'm in the zone. You know what I mean? It's like hyper focus. Um, and it's, it's kind of weird how no matter what you're doing, it seems like music can make uh, things move a little more smooth, smoothly. It keeps your brain in check. And I think it totally comes down to what you're doing too, because I'm with you. If I'm like, let's say writing up a blog or writing someone's plan, I cannot be hearing words in the background. Like I, I'm just too, um, you know, my, my fiance always makes fun of me. She says, I'm not, I'm not good at multitasking. Whereas she could do probably 10 things at once and probably better than I could do one thing. Um, but I'm with you. I, I can't hear the, the words, but then if I'm doing busy work, maybe I'm coding something on my website, something that's a little less, let's just say thought intensive. Give me the words. Yeah. I want to, I want to hear it. <laughs> yes. I want to like sing along and, yeah. and dance. So yeah, no, I'm with you there though. Isn't that amazing how it works? And it, and it's an inter, it's a, it literally is the international language. Like you mentioned, Latin music. I am a huge fan of Rodrigo and Gabriela. Have you ever heard of these guys? I haven't. Are they? They're out of Marshalltown, Iowa, right? No, I'm kidding. Well, not even a little bit. <laughs> I am though. Um, Rodrigo and Gabriela are um, a, and they're very. They're actually really famous, but they do uh, Spanish guitar, and so it's all. Um, acoustic and it's um, it they the way that they slap the guitar when they're playing you you would think that they have a full percussion set with them wow. and they play super fast a lot of it is finger picking um, it's not flamenco style um, just it's Rodrigo e Gabriela so why Gabriela and you would be amazed at some of the music one of my favorites that they have is called Diablo Rojo which translates to Red Devil obviously and it's um, it's just really cool it's just such a cool song. I think you might dig it but um, okay, so the last question that I have for you um, for the, the rapid fire round that actually went about 10 minutes. <laughs> subjects to talk about. Um, yeah. What would you say is your, have you found as your personal key to happiness? Oh, wow. <laughs> You're asking questions that I don't, I don't think for me are rapid fire. That's, that's hilarious. Um, man, I, so many things. Um, God, I, I'll, let me say this. I, I've never, I've never, um, prescribed to the thought that happiness is like linear you know it's it's gonna come it's gonna go there's gonna be waves um 
but I, you know, I think more than anything, just kind of just trying to stay grounded in, in continuing to do the things that make me happy. Um, so I, you know, like for work, for example, um, no, I, I love what I do, but I also have to be smart and limit myself. You know, I can't be sitting on my computer 90 hours a week. That's, that's not healthy for me. I, I need to do other things, uh, to remain just kind of in that happy state. Um, so I just try to do a lot of things I love to do. Um, Obviously, I love I love my fiance. Uh, we we work together, um, so we're in the same room ninety five percent of our lives. Um, actually, I miss her. She stepped out while we recorded this podcast, and it's weird. I think forty five minutes is the longest I've gone without seeing her in like a year. Um, but yeah, trying to trying to do fun stuff with her. I, you know, I like to get out and fish. Um, we we live right on a pond, so I just step outside and fish for a few minutes at a time. Um, I don't want to I don't want to take the easy road out on this though, because I feel like I just gave a really shallow answer and just said things I like to do. Um, no. <laughs> a lot deeper than you think it was to be honest with you yeah no I, I I think it 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 just just keeping it simple though just do just continue to do things you'd like to do you know I and I, I so many people are um you know people like you and I that are probably I'm assuming you're like I am where you're very success driven you want to you want to be successful yep. well well do something you do something you truly enjoy and try to be successful in that you know I I could easily be you know I could have taken a job right out of college and maybe sat behind a desk and crunched the numbers I would have worked really hard at being successful with that, but I wouldn't have enjoyed it. And I think because of that, I wouldn't have been happy. So I, I decided right after, so really before I finished school, okay, I'm, I really don't want to work for anyone else. And I want to pursue something that I enjoy and that I can help others. Um, and that's, that's kind of how I've maintained my happiness. Um, and I realize not everyone has that opportunity immediately, but work towards that. You know, I think that's, that's what keeps me happy. Damn, dude, that's, that's deep stuff. I like that a lot. I really like that. Great answer. Um, you know, you're right. I think a lot of people sometimes think that pursuing money will make them happy. And they say Never. that money can't buy happiness. That's an old saying. And it's it's true. But it can buy you things that can help make you happy. And it can be <laughs> which not having that problem makes you happy. You know, so there, there's the practical side of things and then there's the things that you do. When you said that it was kind of a shallow answer, the reason that I jumped in and was like, whoa, 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 not so much is because I don't, I don't think you realized, but what, what I heard was that you find that it's important to, to step out and take a moment for you to enjoy the things that you really like and refresh and clear your mind. It's like clearing your cash on a computer, but take a minute to, to just enjoy yourself and, and relax for a minute and, and not get bogged down by stressful things. Well, and it's just that, I mean, I, I could sit here and work for 14 hours straight, but at some point there's going to be a diminishing rate of return. And, you know, like you mentioned in one of your podcasts, you know, there's an obvious opportunity cost. Um, at some point with those diminishing returns, you know, the opportunity cost of sitting there and maybe losing sleep or, you know, maybe letting my mental health deteriorate, but what I'm getting out of it in work isn't worth it. You know, I can, I can, there's always, I'm always, there's always gonna be work to do. I can always do work. I can always, you know, be productive. I think it's smart to press pause, no matter how hectic things feel like they are, press pause, take a, you know, take a few steps back and just relax, you know, just because it's like, I, I take my physical health very seriously, but I also take my mental health very seriously. And I think, I wish more people would do that. I, I, and I'd always, try to get into that with my clients. You know, it's physical health is great. I, I believe me, I, there's been times in my life where I've looked like absolutely shredded, but my mental health has been terrible. And I, I mean, it's almost irrelevant what that shell of you on the outside looks like if your inside is like eating itself alive. Uh-oh. Here, are you there? Are you there? there I'm still you here. Yeah, yes. I hear you. you said, I promise. So what happens is uh, if I let my phone go to sleep, which it does after uh, half an hour, then you can't hear me anymore. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I was like, wow, he, he disliked my answer so much. He uh, just slowly faded away. <laughs> That's a mic drop moment. You had me. That was it. it was yeah. Game. And, no, I, I, and so, the outro music plays. <laughs> 
Great example. So it's it's fascinating what you just said about balancing your mental health and your physical health. So I have to ask you, do you think that maybe at the times of your life where you found yourself um, you know, at what some would consider peak level of physical health, but your mental health wasn't there. You think the reason that you threw yourself so much into the mental health might have something, or physical health was because you were trying to avoid whatever's going on in the mental health issues? Just I'll, curious. Yeah, no, I, and I'll say for myself, um, some of the, the peak physiques I've gotten to, um, I may have gotten there for reasons that were not intrinsic. Or maybe I was trying to impress someone else, or maybe I was trying to you know, get over a bad relationship or get over a bad semester in school. So I would just throw myself at fitness. Um, Cause I've always kind of been a person that like, if I, if something's not working, I'll just work harder. Um, and I think because, you know, I think that's kind of the correlation with, you know, I, I got to a peak physique, but maybe my mental health lagged. Um, so I, I mean, I just, I think taking the time to, you know, treat your brain like any other muscle, you know, really exercise it and, give it the proper rest and, and give it everything it needs. Um, it's, it's more important than your, your physical health, in, in my opinion. That is awesome. And, you know, there's been studies that have proven that, that they are linked. Your mental and your physical health are very, very much linked. And uh, so it is important to take care of both. You might be interested. I haven't gotten it nailed down yet, which you would think I could. But I, one of the guests I plan to have on a future show is my aunt. Her name is uh, Constance Mesmer. And she is, I don't know how you feel about this stuff, but I find it fascinating. She is um, a like Reiki and uh, a healer type who she's also a medium and a psychic. And she is very spiritually in tune um, with the universe, so to speak. And whether you think it's a bunch of baloney or, or, or whatever, her clients don't. <laughs> she makes a really yeah. good living doing this. And a lot of people have found a lot of personal and mental health um, happiness and joy um, in sessions that she has that are essentially spiritual um, um, sessions that are about helping people get more connected with the universe around them. You know, it's not necessarily all about talking to ghosts or, or, you know, dead relatives or anything like that. It's about, you know, connecting and mindfulness. That's the word I'm looking for. It's about mindfulness. Oh, I think, I mean, that's such an important topic. And I think, you know, like fitness, there's a lot of ways to go about it, but, you know, somebody might think what I'm doing is, um, I don't know. They might not fully believe what I do. They might not fully believe what she does. But if if she's successful for her clients and for herself, who cares what anybody else thinks? You know, if her if her clients are getting a bunch of value from it, okay, let let the outside world think what they want. But at the end of the day, she's giving value to people. I'm sure she's creating value for herself. It's a win win. I love that. So I'm 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 all for it. I love that. I love that. Love that. Love that. You know, we tend to get so stressed out about stuff we have no control over or it doesn't have any effect on our life whatsoever. It's sad. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the stuff that stresses us out is things that, that have nothing to do with us. And it's such a waste of energy. Mind it's, it's a waste of mental energy and it's a waste of physical energy. And it's like, I, I I'm, I'm of the school of thought and I've been this way for forever that, you know, there's more than enough negativity in the world. Try not to do it. Yeah, and then there's, you know, you can think negative thoughts about anyone or anything that only that only affects one person, and that's you. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, you can get as worked up as you want to be. You know, let's say someone cuts you off in traffic, you can sit there and be mad or cuss them out or think negative thoughts. You're not affecting them. You're only affecting yourself. And I think keeping that mindset when you think about the world and when you um, experience, you know, everything else around you in your life, I, you know, I think keeping that mindset can be helpful because it's, it's, I mean, believe me, I, I've definitely said things I shouldn't have said when someone cut me off. You know, it's, I'm, I'm saying these things and I do believe them, but it's no one's perfect. Um, but keeping that mindset helps. Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. It's funny. My wife said that she heard this on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I can't like, quote my source here. But she said the character said that um, holding on to hate is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Exactly. Wow, that's that's deep. So I'm gonna cite Grey's Anatomy on that one. <laughs> Where the quote really is from, I'm sure it's just some writer. But I like that. I think it's a really good uh, a really good way to look at it. But uh, it sounds it sounds kind of like Michael Scott quoting himself. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Or quoting other people and then quoting himself. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fantastic. Well, listen, I think that you are, are on to something really, really cool with your business. I, I, I know that you've been at it for about two years now, and it seems like you've had some pretty good success. But I think that the best is yet to come. And, and my personal words of encouragement to you are this. Um, never stop trying new things. Don't be afraid to be a trailblazer. And I, I don't even think I have to tell you this, but I'm going to anyway. Um, just because something hasn't worked for somebody else in the past, doesn't mean it's not going to work for your business. And I highly encourage you to get out there and step out of your comfort zone as far as physically, mentally, and psychologically possible. And um, I think you're going to, I think you're going to blow up, dude. I think that you are, that your business and your brand and, and what you're trying to do, and more importantly, the actual mission behind it, like the true mission behind it, which is that you really and truly find joy and helping people and helping them meet their goals, helping them do the, do what they thought was impossible. I think that having that as a core pillar of your business philosophy is going to help propel you. I mean, insanely high levels way beyond even what you can do, what you can imagine. So I, I'm going to be rooting for you. And um, on a personal note, I'm really impressed at, at how, how many of my, you made some good references there to some of my, my, uh, podcasts. so thank you very much for digging deep on that. Well, that's, yeah, that's one, I wanted to know what I was getting into, but two, I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not just saying this to say this, but I, I listen to one. It's like, well, I kind of want to listen to another one. And then it's like, man, I got some good nuggets out of that. I, I probably should listen to another one. And it just kind of kept rolling. Um, and that, in, I will, I will say that that interview with uh, Kim and I'm, I'm forgetting Kim's last name. And I apologize for that, but uh, that interview with Kim, man, that was, that was some good stuff. I mean, the two of you were just going back and forth. Um, but just to, just to piggyback what you, off what you said real quick, I, I hear that and I'm so appreciative. Um, and I think, yeah, if I blew up, that'd be cool. But man, I just, I hope more than anything, I can just continue to impact lives because, you know, that's, that's what keeps me, you know, up on the days where maybe business is slow. And that's what keeps me grounded on the days when business are, you know, might be exploding. Um, so I think keeping a, H, like a, a, a mission in your business that is, you know, just giving value. I think keeping your eyes on that prize, everything else will sort itself out. That is one of the most powerful nuggets I've ever heard. Um, and probably one of the most valuable statements on this show to date um, and possibly in the future. That is so, so friggin' on point. Um, the growth comes whether you, whether you're aiming for it or not, if you're, if you just stay sincere to the mission. And I think that is, Man, that's a good one, dude. That's you're a good dude, Trevor. You're a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm surrounded by some good people, so that helps. And you know, humility helps too. You joked at the beginning of the show that you're a good-looking dude, but I, I think that the humility shines through. Uh, on that note, I have one other question that just popped into my mind. I was going to try to wrap up the show, but I do have one more question for you. Um, you know, in the event that you do start growing quite a bit. Um, how would you expand? Like, what would be your plan to, to hire on somebody else? Or would you kind of try to go more digital packages or exclusive stuff? How, what, how would you grow if you had to scale? Yeah, I think, I think the first thing is going to be, um, I, so I have a, I have a cap on how many personal training clients I can have um, just because sure I could always take on more and more and more, but the value I give to the guys I have and have had will diminish. And I'm, I just refuse to do that. Um, so when I hit that number, um, usually I, I just kind of started, I start creating a wait list. Um, if I get to a point where I'm always on a wait list, I'm going to shift a little more of my time to the ideas we have to expand. And I, I think it's going to start with more digital products um, because I've got, I can't even tell you how many hard drives and hours and hours and hours of video I have where I am ready to go with content um, and, and workouts and just content I need to scale uh, digitally. Um, Obviously, that'd be a little more passive, and I'd be lying if I said my passion was there as much as it is with the personal training, but it would also be a means to an end. If I can help more people that way, then that's how I'm going to do it. Um, so I think that's that's probably going to be you know, the future, so to say, of Trevor Ray training. Um, and it, to be honest, I, I, we may even rebrand to something that doesn't have my name, um, because yeah, I've said we a few times. Um, this is a company that you know, I work on now with my fiance. She had a full-time job consulting. Um, you know, it was a, it was a big girl job. She made very, very good money, um, very good benefits. Uh, and she quit. She, she wanted to pursue her passion with me. She, she feels the same way about exercising and helping people. And she said, yeah, the money, the money's fine, but I'm not happy. Um, so she joined me within the last month. Um, 
And I think at some point we may rebrand to something that's, you know, a little less centered on my name, um, but we'll still be obviously the faces of it, um, at least in the, in the future as far as I can see right now. But um, to answer your question, I think it'll be digital products that we'll expand with, um, you know, more pre-made programs that should fit, you know, we'll probably kind of aim towards the, the meatier part of the demographics where they fit most people. Um, and we'll go from there. I mean, I, there's still, you know, there's, there's probably so many things that we will do that haven't even crossed my mind yet. Uh, that excites me. That's cool. I think you have a pretty solid plan. I'm, I'm excited now to, you have a follower. So <laughs> I'm excited to see where you grow. And anytime that you want to be on this show, anytime you have something you want to plug, anytime you, and I don't see you being the kind of person that will do that, but if there's anything in my show, I'm, you know, I'm not massive yet, but, and I don't know that I ever will be, but you will always have a platform with my show. If you ever have anything you want to say, anything you, if you ever want to know what my expertise are, um, consider me a valuable resource. I'm very much team Trevor and um, I'm willing to offer any insights or platform that I can. Um, and feel free to, to, once I post this, I'll let you know, but feel free to, to put this on whatever platforms you want, because I think this has been a very, very valuable and insightful uh, conversation and I sincerely from the bottom of my heart appreciate you being a guest on my show. Yeah, likewise I appreciate you not only having me but giving me opportunity to absorb information from you. I you know a lot of people obviously again I know we've said this now a couple times but we met you know within the last 48 hours and in our first conversation which by the way you, you called me out of the blue and <laughs> luckily I answered because I, I do get a lot of spam calls and it, it, within seconds you were just you were giving me so much information that I literally had a notebook out and I was writing things down. Um, so I, I, so I, I mean, I'm a note taker just by nature, but um, man, I mean, it's, I, I mean, I'm sitting here with notes while you're, while you're interviewing me. So it's just, it's crazy. I, I appreciate all the value you've given to me insights you've given to me. And I'm, I'm looking forward to just continuing to listen to your podcast because man, there is, there is value. I mean, I'd, you should be charging for this stuff, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I, 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 I kind of do, <laughs> generally. Yeah. But this this podcast, as I've said in past shows, is very much a concept for me. You know, I believe that if you put your best stuff out there, that your your customers will say, damn, if this is what he's giving away for free, what is he holding back? You know? Exactly. And, and exactly. whether that's accurate or not, whether I am holding anything back, I like to put everything out on the table because I want people to be successful. And, and um, it's, I love hearing that, that you're getting stuff out of this because I think that um, there's a lot of big competition out there and anybody who has the balls. And I mean, it takes balls to be an entrepreneur, like a full on entrepreneur. I respect the hell out of that. So um, nothing but love for you and what you do. And thank you so much for the support and anything you can do to, to help promote me is, is, you know, not required, but greatly appreciated. Um, and uh, I will definitely continue to drop as many knowledge bombs as possible. And hopefully, I mean, you, you've really inspired me just by telling me that, that I'm on the right path with this podcast and I need to keep it up. Well, no doubt. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. Cool, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And so uh, just to recap here, Trevor can be found at um, Trevor-Ray, spelled R-E-A, dot com. His website gives all kinds of amazing information. As he mentioned, there's a lot of free stuff on there as well, but he's got plans for everything from grocery lists to say you're making a meal and you realize you don't have an ingredient, but you really want to find something that's not high in calories or high in sodium um, and you're, you're not sure what to do. If you're one of his clients, you can give him a call or a text and he'll be happy to help you out. Um, it's basically 24-7 support on your path to wellness uh, and health. He's on all of the social medias. Uh, I think he even has two different Instagrams, but feel free to follow <laughs> <laughs> find this guy follow him i think that you'll 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 definitely appreciate everything that you get so um and we do we do free consultations too so um you know if you ever want to and we do those through texts through through calls emails whatever it may be so there's a form on my website if you fill that out real quickly um it takes like 30 seconds um it's just basic information you can set up a you know a 15 minute call and i can talk you through your goals you know whether whether you end up working with me or whether i can refer you to someone else or whether you don't work with anyone i'm you know i'm I'll gladly help you for those 15 minutes. Um, and yeah, so that, just keep that in mind too. Glad you brought that up. That's very important to know. And a lot of people should definitely take advantage of that. So before I let you go, is there anything else that you'd like my audience to know? Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I put you in the spot a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, no, I, I, I mean, maybe a little off topic from, you know, maybe not quite promoting myself, but if, you know, if you're out there and you're an entrepreneur, just do it. I mean, just go out there and take the chances. You know, I, I, I was certainly nervous when I opened my business and took on my first client and, you know, just do it. You know, there's, there's, there's never going to be that perfect time to make that leap. Um, so just, you know, I, I feel like I've said this like 10 times, but literally just do it. Um, I, I don't regret anything about the journey. I've, I've had a blast doing this. I've been fortunate enough to you know, make a little money doing it. Um, but man, yeah, I, I, I couldn't be happier with the journey I've been on. And I, I wish that anyone else that wants this, uh, I wish they had the, you know, the courage and the intestinal fortitude to get out and try it. So, Amen. That's a great finishing point. I so appreciate it. Um, and until next time, I, I, I really do hope that we reconnect and hopefully next time we'll have some videos so people can, you know, put an ugly mug to my face <laughs> <laughs> and, and see that I have I thank you so much for being on the show and, uh, and uh, next time we'll, uh, we'll dig a little bit deeper into anything you want. So thank you very much, Trevor. Great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, take care. Bye. So there you have it, folks. Trevor Ray on life, business, health, and happiness. Thank you very much for tuning into the Deep Gripping Reality. Take your mental health and physical health seriously and don't be afraid to get out there and just do it. Just get your stuff rolling, man. It was a real pleasure having Trevor on, and I look forward to having him on in the future. He and I are currently working on uh, putting together something really special for those of you that tune in next time. So until next time, dig deep, my friends. <laughs>